All right. Are you guys ready? Are we going to start it? No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're yes. gonna, we're gonna, whether you're ready or not, we're going to start it. Hi, guys. I am Sean. I'm with the Dollar Bin. We are going to be recording this panel for future posting so you guys can refer back to it and relive the memories. So welcome to the Lost Art of Paint panel. Um, I would love for my guests to introduce themselves um, and kind of, you know, let us know a little bit about yourself and then kind of later on we can get in, you know, more about the process and whether or not you guys think painting is lost. If it is dead, we'll address that. And we will take questions from the audience. So we're going to have a fun, good time. And let's start with Joe. Why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Well, I am Joe. And uh, I'm an artist. Um, born and raised up in Michigan, actually. And actually, yeah, that's my brother. Can someone get rid of him, actually? <laughs> no. Um, fell in love with the area here in Taylor's, actually doing some music. At the time, didn't even do any art for a good chunk of time and got re-inspired walking downtown and uh, thought about it and went, oh, man, I really miss this. I love doing it. And um, that's kind of how the, the fever started again for me. Um, but, yeah, um, got, I'm married, got two kids, and uh, doing painting full time. I'm located in the Taylor's Mill and got a little space over there, um, got some – Artwork hanging in the coffee shop at Due South. Maybe some of you have heard of that or been there. Um, love that area, that spot. It's really fun to work there. I'm kind of new and fresh in a lot of ways um, to the whole idea of of a con, although I've been to quite a few. Um, I've, I'm still learning constantly and love it. So I'm sure we all are, but um, I feel like I'm really just barely treading water sometimes. But um, that's me. All right. Uh, I'm Chris. I go by the moniker Urban Pop, and uh, from Atlanta, uh, married with a kid, bunch of uh, fur babies, and uh, so basically, I kind of am self-taught with everything. I'm actually an art school dropout. Um, Ninety-five, I attempted art college, and at the time, they thought comic books were stupid. The art college I went to, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do fine paintings, uh, fruit bowls, still lifes, things like that, and I mm-hmm. thought that was stupid. So. Me and my teacher naturally clashed, and uh, through uh, a few conversations and exchanges of fun words and polite words we can't use in public, I uh, ended up dropping out and decided I was going to teach myself how to do it all. And here I am many years later. It's my profession for the last nine years. So I got a booth over there. Uh, I'm pretty much a regular. I've been to this show the last three years it's been going on. So I've done Heroes Con, stuff like that, and uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta, and, you know, I have a blast doing it, and like every day, like this guy here said, we uh, we still fumble around. We still try to figure it out. We make it up as we go, and it seems to work because we still get to do it another day, and that's pretty amazing. So, but I've had stuff on the uh, Walking Dead, the last uh, mid-season finale. Uh, when uh, if you guys have seen it, if you haven't, sorry, I'm just going to ruin it for you. But uh, if you've seen it, there's uh, a couple posters in the kids' room with a rabbit smoking a cigar and a monster. With a trucker cap on, that's my stuff. I've done stuff for clients like Mellow Mushroom, Spotify, Paps Blue Ribbon, and then band posters. And, you know, it's it's one of the best things that I've ever had the opportunity to do. I mean, I've worked hard doing it, and I'm proud to say that I've worked hard doing it. But I'm very fortunate to get to do this for a living, and every day is amazing. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, 
my name is John Harrison Jr. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I pretty much draw because I can't do anything else. <laughs> I can't have healthy relationships with girls or friends. I got a girlfriend. She hates me most of the time. I'm kidding. No, uh, I, uh, I've been an illustrator for the last, I guess, 16 years. I'm a professor at UNC Charlotte. Uh, I'm on my third year there. I've been teaching at Central Piedmont for forever. I wish you would come to UNC Charlotte because we would have loved you. We would have been. It's so crazy. There's so many. It's 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 a thing now. Like I mean, back whenever, it's like when Chris was talking about it, back when we were in school, it was not a thing. Like comic book art, sci-fi art, fantasy art was not a thing. Uh, now it's almost like it's a prerequisite. Like you have to be well versed in the Studio Ghibli films in order to be able to be an illustration major. You know, like whenever they present their portfolio, it's like, oh well, Spirited Away is one of my favorite films. I'm like, yeah, well, it's like saying you like the Beatles. It's not really, you know, everybody loves yeah. the Beatles for the most part, you know. But um, saying that, uh, I've been all over Charlotte. I, I'm a muralist. I do a lot of different murals around the area. I work for the Hornets from time to time. I do a lot of work with the Panthers. Um, album covers, like comic book covers, nothing really big, but you name it pretty much. And I'll, I'll do it. I don't care. Like, as long as I can make a mark on something and deface somebody's property, I'm happy to do it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm, this is my second year here, and this is really neat to be a part of a panel talking about this kind of stuff because it is kind of a, a bit of a lost art, like the actual paint to canvas, because a lot of times kids are so impatient now with the, with the instant gratification of doing something digitally that, uh, you know, you try to sit them in front of a wet canvas, they don't know how to let things dry. There's like a dance that goes along with it. You have to let this one thing dry while you're working on something else, and you come back to the other thing and do it that way. Uh, I'm going to get off my soapbox here, and I'm going to go ahead and pass it off. But, yeah, Stand my name is John. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry. I can't. But, uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and pass it on down. But I'm John Harrison. Thank you. I'm Mark Poole, and I've been, I guess, professionally doing this full-time since 1991. Um, the biggest clients, I guess you may know me as uh, Magic the Gathering. I've uh, been doing, this, doing those cards forever. Uh, older than my kids. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons, History Channel, Volvo, Ford, just – Again, like you say, you just do anything, whatever's going to pay the bills that month. So, uh, painting someone's cat portraits, whatever. You ain't lied. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and it, it, like you say, it, you, you know, even if you do it a long time, it's these shows, everything, there's no set pattern. I show up at this show here and I forget half the crap I, I should have brought, and it's just, it's, it's, it's the same thing. That's anyway the way I go. But anyway, um, yeah, so I do, I, I do both. I do digital and I do traditional. I prefer traditional. And I guess we'll get that as we as we get into talking about it. But uh, but I'd rather paint at the end of the day. All right. So we are at a comic book show, but you guys don't necessarily do comic interiors. Yes. Okay. I do. You do. Yes. Oh yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. Not all of you. But not do regularly. Not regularly. Yes. I'd li- I'd like to. That's my question. Like, a lot of comic art isn't like the full painted interiors. Why do you think that is, and how do you think you guys could maybe change that? Is that? Uh, I think it's because it takes too long. Like, I mean, it's beautiful. You look at guys like Bill Ben Temple Smith and uh, Mm -hmm. Alex Ross, and uh, there's a couple other guys that are just like slippy Ashley Wood and stuff like that, and they're gorgeous. It's it looks so much better than like the digital stuff or like even the hand drawn stuff. And it doesn't matter who you are. This stuff is just rad, but it takes so long to do a panel. And then I would imagine I've never crossed this because I still pencil and ink my panels, but 
Um, I would imagine if you painted this panel, how bad it would suck if your editor went, yeah, uh, maybe could you turn it another <laughs> inch because I don't like the way it looks, like having to paint that again. Like I could just I could just imagine Alex Ross flipping a table and freaking out, you know. I feel like with the uh, – and also, if you we could do it, but it's like a crowdsourcing, like with the way that people do the Kickstarter stuff now. Mm, yep. It's one of those things where you would have to get someone to go ahead and do it on the front end. They'd be like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to go ahead and do, and that would be your labor of love, and you'd have to do it for however long a period of time. Um, and I feel like, too, like it's one of those things where once you get a certain status in your, in your, in your genre – People just kind of let you do whatever you want to do. Like I feel like uh, David Cho, for example. Like if they said, "Okay, David Cho, do a comic book." He's he's an amazing yeah. painter. If y'all hadn't seen him, like check him out. But he's like, "Hey, do this book." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll totally do this book because I'm David Cho." You know, and he'd do like the whole thing, and he'd be like, "I'm David Cho." That'd be like the whole <laughs> book. Um, and he could probably do it, but um, it's just it's it's difficult to go ahead and do that. Like when you're still trying to find your bearings as far as like being a a, a comic book illustrator. I feel like, and you do paint. You, you see a lot of it in Europe, a lot of European guys, because they're at their own pace. They might take four years to do one right, right. book, but uh, they're at a different pacing than they are here in the States, too. So Yeah. yeah. Fast food. Yeah. yeah. Like, I uh, watched a documentary on the guy who created uh, Astro Boy, and uh, he – this documentary is about 10 years old, so at the time, I think he was in his 60s, and he's still doing 19 pages a day. Yeah. 19 a day, like not 19 a week or a month, but a day. And like he's got those uh, the little uh, uh, manga books, you know, they're like two or 300 pages. Like those come out weekly or, you know, twice a month. Like it's just, I didn't even make sense. I've been working on the same book for almost a year now. And I'm like, still have like nine pages left to go. And it's only like 30, 24 or something. It's, it's horrible. So why don't you guys kind of talk about your process? I'm super interested in kind of how you guys kind of do your art and do your different styles. I know um, a lot of you guys have kind of a the similar, you know, kind of pop culture kind of a theme. Mark, you're a little bit different with more like the fantasy end. But let's uh, let's talk about your process. Like how do you work? What do you do? Start down there. Okay. I, usually, I, <laughs> yeah. I usually stress out. I have to – I just freak out. I'm like, i got to get this thing going. I go outside. I'll smoke my cigar and – Chill, go back and stare at the canvas, do my, my thumbnails. But you start off with thumbnails and pages and pages of thumbnails and just, uh, for me, uh, just shapes, mass shapes. And then I start honing on a, one I like. And then if I need reference, I'll shoot it. If not, if it's you know, if I don't need a super tight rendering of a, of, a, of, a, of a face or a form, then I'll just start sketching, sketching it up, you know, and make it bigger. Sometimes I'll use a computer uh, to clean up sketches and print it out on a bigger paper. Uh, I need to hear it. A lot of times I'll just draw it right onto the canvas or the substrate I'm working on. So, But, yeah, most of the time it's just sitting there freaking out over exactly what I want to do mm-hmm. and not make it look <laughs> like something I did last time, you know. So it's always this thing. But uh, but still staying true to what I do and my sensibilities, what I bring to what I want to do. But uh, I like oil. I just like the, the smell of oil paint. I like the application of oil. So my day would be... You know, starting the process from sketch, getting it on, getting it transferred somehow, and start in laying in the color, which is the exciting part. When you're up there just splashing around, and it, it, that 10% stage is great. You know, but then, it, then about from, say, 20 to 80, mm-hmm. oh, man, you just start, you know, you start doubting everything, and uh, yeah, ah, this sucks. But it, it, it's, it's always been that way, for me, anyway. It's, it's that process of staying to it and getting past the hurdles but and then once you get to like the 90 percent stage mm. 
is when I start enjoying it again. Mm-hmm. And it, that's, that's, how, that's how it is daily for me. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of messed up in the head for me. No, it's, it's, uh, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll like something. I'll work on it hard and heavy for a really long period of time. And then I'll step away from it. And then I'll hate it after I like, I, I take a picture with my camera phone normally. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, this Same. looks all the way wrong. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, let me go ahead and fix this whole thing and revise and re-edit things. Um, but it's a similar process. Uh, I just, uh, a lot of times it's just usually in the studio and I'll put a DVD on or yeah. uh, just something I can listen to, you know, like, uh, and then I'll just go ahead and go from there. I have to make it a point to keep my laptop out of the studio because if not then I'm going to be on YouTube and I'm like oh man I'm going to see what happened here oh remember that one part from that movie that was pretty funny let me watch this <laughs> three hours later three yeah. hours later yeah. right oh I have a deadline wait a minute oh I'm sorry what's on Netflix right now um, so I'll uh, I have to make sure that I'm very careful of my time a lot of times the stress is a big deal though like I mean I do a lot of live painting because it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot quicker like if it's not if there's no um Axe over my head. I have to. I kind of wildly gag mm-hmm. around until I absolutely have to get something done. That's why, like, I get a lot of work done at conventions, is because, um, you know, if somebody needs something for from you by the end of the day, yeah. like, there's there's no time to second guess anything. It's just go ahead and get it done, and get it off to the guy and go on to the next thing. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's more of my process. Is just like work on it, hate it, then work on it until I like it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it sounds like I'm the odd man out because Uh-oh. up until. This year, I mean, literally this year, I didn't sketch or plan anything. I literally just took paint and kind of went and started making shapes and then tightened it up later. Um, but now this year, I started sketching out and planning out because I realized towards the tail end of doing it that way after a couple of years that I was repeating myself. I didn't like that. So um, for me, like I'm... Um, kind of like we consider like a Frankenstein of like the way I paint because I make my own boxes out of wood. Um, I buy house paint from Lowe's. Sometimes I buy art paint, but most of the time it's the cheap sample paints from Lowe's or Home Depot. And there's no, there's no planning. There's no training until recently. Like there's nothing like, there's no like you've got to use oil or you got to do this. And then people like some of the artists talk about like, They'll put down the flats or the shapes, and I'm just like, I, I do the shapes, and I'll sketch it now on the board with a Sharpie, and then I'll paint over it. And you can see the Sharpie lines underneath it sometimes. And um, when I've done murals, I found that another trick, and I've even done it on, like, wood, uh, is if you'll draw it on paper for a couple hundred bucks, you can buy a projector. And uh, you draw it on wood, scan it, pull your projector in the computer, shape it up, size it up on the wood you want, trace the outline real quick. And then start painting, you know, so you can do it that way, too. Yeah. Wow. I'm learning just as much. This is awesome. And also, uh, it's funny to hear them say things that I didn't think anyone else had going on. That Netflix wasn't. Like Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Um, yes. So many Very things. Netflix. Yes. <laughs> the, the hating of your own piece for a while. Uh, don't let that discourage you ever. Yeah. Um, I've, I've hit a point in so many paintings where I literally walked away and um, whoever it was might have visited the studio and said, hey, what's this? And I'd be like, oh, I don't like that. And why not? Like, why don't you finish it? Okay, all right. And then I finish it and it's my favorite piece, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, a lot of times the end goal is part of what might determine my process as well. Um, I'm Like I said, for me, it's a, it's a slightly different hybrid. I feel like I'm just 
maybe on the other side of my end goal so far hadn't been to get into um, actual print within the comics yet. Um, but to actually, I was so inspired by looking at the art that I was like, why isn't that like on walls, <laughs> like in the coffee shops? And why isn't that um, in my space? <laughs> um, and so I kind of looked at that and thought, why can't I hybrid that with some very just uh, uh, not even just realistic, but just expressions, um, take some of those things and turn them into um, something that I like. And that's where it kind of birthed something for me that I enjoyed doing. Um, I kind of brought some examples because I wasn't sure exactly how I'd be going through some things. But I was painting this um, this morning with the Boba Fett going on over there. Um, I didn't even necessarily try to follow through with the true Fett, you know, colors necessarily or this or that because that's not necessarily a rule for me. Um, and, and not for any of these guys necessarily. Um, but, uh, uh, whether it's a Marilyn Monroe piece that I, I did, that was the big seven foot one. Um, I, I like working big, um, because I get to just throw paint around a little bit and you can do that on a smaller page, but I like to get very physically active with it. Um, that sounded a little creepy, but, um, you know, just, just really getting a lot of paint down. I had uh, a friend of mine say, Hey, paint like you're rich. And I didn't get what he meant at first. And then I started paying for all the paint I was using. And then I was like, Oh yeah. So that's what you mean. Um, but I, I personally, I've I've literally learned backwards. Um, I remember doing my first oil painting. I did not know you're supposed to use um, like maybe some linseed oil to thin it out. <laughs> so I just went boom and went boom and went. I hate wow. this. What is wow. that? And I I, I did so, that too. Yeah, like no one telling me, hey, you can thin that out and like, like spread it. Sucks. Yeah, oil. Why would you use this? This is so dumb. But um, anyway, it's it's so I've been working backwards on some of the process and I've found some gems in that where I feel like I'm a discoverer and there's an excitement to that. I don't mind being taught at all, but um, there's been something exciting about it in that sense. And I think that plays a huge role in my process. Like, I'll just start doing it. Why not, you know, try to almost forget some things and just enjoy it and try something. So um, that'd be my advice and kind of my direction. Nice. All right. So in the 19th century, when photography was born, they declared paint to be dead. But it's still here. And with the rise of digital comics, it seems like they're saying the same thing again. So do you think that paint and painting is on the way out? And if so, why? Why not? Will it ever go away? And why is it stuck around so long? It's a lot I, of questions. I think it's huge. <laughs> I think it's more important now. In my, in my neck of the I'm more of game and art, but like even with magic, you get paid X amount for the piece. And there's a lot of digital guys now doing it because they can crank it out fast or whatever. But you can take said same piece and sell it. And right now on eBay, I mean, this stuff's going for six or $10,000 for the piece. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole lot more than you get paid for it. So me, now, of course, if you get something silly like, say, Baba Yaga's belt buckle. I mean, yeah, whatever. But if you get a cool piece, the potential to sell and make make more money than you got paid for originally is huge right now since everyone's gone digital. And a lot of the gallery-style shows, there's not a lot of cool art right. that's a one-off. So I think it's a great time to be painting, in my, in my opinion. I, I think it's wonderful. So I encourage kids to go digital. I really do. Yeah, you stay there. It's great. <laughs> right, 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 right. 
where to be. Nice. You know, nice. absolutely. <laughs> but that's from my from my in the gaming world. That's the perspective yeah. I'm yeah. seeing a yeah. lot of. You know, it's uh, it's a, it's. I don't think it'll ever truly go anywhere. It's almost like the people who collect vinyl. You know, um, the people who collect records, you know, there are people that still buy records. There's still, still people that buy comic books. Like when they said that digital comics were the thing, right. like uh, what did Stan Lee said uh, something about comic books? Are there kids here? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, he said something like comic books were like boobs, kind of. Like it's like, you know, like the, what do you say? It's like, oh, it's, it, they're, they're, it's good to look at, but you want to hold them in your hand? Thank you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Stan Lee. Now Stan's going to be. That's oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Body dropping. That's right. Uh, no. Still a PG show. Still a PG show. Um, no. Uh, but saying that to say, uh, there are there's still going to be an eye for it. You know, like, I mean, you've gone. Wait, for I've boobs? Gone, yeah. You went there. Pain. It's your yes, fault. Yes, 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 Chris. No, um, no. Uh, uh, my gosh, you made me lose my train of thought. Uh, Sorry. Hold it in your hands. Right, right. Hold the, the moves. Really? No, um, really. When you go to an art show and you see like digital painting, it's not the same thing. You don't get the same effect most of the time. Like I, I like um, when you go to the museums, you see. Uh, the paint and you see how it's layered on the canvas and you want to get me personally being the art nerd I want to get up close to it like this close you know and just look at it you know and like look at the brush strokes and and wonder about the process um, while there are some really awesome digital artists it's just not the same thing it's cool it's really cool it's very polished mm -hmm. but it's just not it's neat, but it's just not. I don't know. There's not. There's no mm -hmm. funk. It's not really. There's yeah. not a lot, like a whole lot of soul there. You know, it's just, it's yeah. cool, but it's it's very glossy, and I get it. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, and it does. It it gets a bit discouraging as a painter because you know you wonder like, okay, well, you know, you see these people doing all this stuff, and they're able to do it and turn it over so quickly. Like I always tell my students, like, are you going to do it like? You know, like the young folks way or the old folks way? Because like I, I do mine the old folks way. <laughs> the old folks are like, oh, this isn't cool for the old folks, you know. Um, but uh. Yeah, it, I don't think it'll ever truly go anywhere. It's not a dead genre. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. Right, right. And, and that's the whole thing. is Because it's so easy to do, and there's so many people doing it. That's not, there's no disrespect to anybody that does digital art. That's not, that's not a jab at those people. But um, it's just not... Um, yeah. It just doesn't have the same thing. Like, I, like, uh, I bought what, what we traded like yeah, last, last year. year. The love monster that I love so mm -hmm. much. Like, uh, like I stopped in my tracks whenever I saw it. I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> and same here, this, huh? And same here with that. Yeah, I thank made. you, man. Thank you. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, "Give, give me, yeah. I want it. I, I want this. <laughs> give it, give it here now." Uh, I had to have it, but uh, it's not going anywhere. Sorry about that. I, just, no, I no. talked for too long. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> so, uh, like, I don't think it'd go anywhere either. But it's just because, like, with digital, you can always undo, yes. which I don't like that. Like. I like I do digital I paint digital but I like to paint you know with traditional mediums but like I don't like the idea that like I can just one click and it's fixed. I, if I want to fix a painting I've got to paint like a block it out somehow with a, like for me I will block it out with white and then I got to paint those colors all over again. So I got to wipe it dry and I've got to go through all this process and that at the end of the day makes me feel accomplished or feel mm -hmm. more accomplished and there's also something about it like you know, uh, like painting like you're rich. It's like, you know, you end up yeah. covered in paint. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. like, this is not a joke. I've actually ended up paint on my dog. I've had paint on me. I've had paint all over my studio floor. There's been paint that ends oh, up yeah. somewhere in the living room. And I paint down in the basement. So how I got upstairs, yeah. I don't know. 
But like, there's something about that that like, <laughs> when I'm done with a piece and this like chaos is everywhere, that you just kind of take a look back and go, "Well, all right, dude, I did that. You feel accomplished." Yeah, right? yeah. yeah you but really like, do. when I paint digital, like, it's so clean and so that. But then, yeah. with that being said, I've also learned to paint better by painting digital. Yeah. Hmm. Like, because uh, I'm like I told you, I'm not taught. So, like, I got a Wacom tablet, and I learned how to to layer and paint and stuff in Photoshop. And then I ended up being able to apply that with adding linseed oil if I was to use <laughs> yeah, oil or right? adding water. Like, John, he has a squirt bottle, and you watch him, right. and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like cocktail, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, you know, you you figure out that that water works, and then like. Since I paint on wood, I have a blowtorch, like one of those little propane torches, and I crank that up, and I can make like textures, and I can make uh, like certain colors. You put the heat on it, it it's still white, but it kind of becomes this gray, weird kind of color, or like the blues turn yellow and greenish, and so I'll add those kind of things that like I couldn't do traditional, or excuse me, digital. Well, you know, there's a kind of. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's all right. I'm used back. to it. No, 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 don't say. No. I'm just kidding. don't say. No, no, no. Why do you say things? We're... Why do you? Why do you say things? I don't say that. Why do I say things? Say things. things. Mongo smash. No, but I was. Uh, no, but to go on with that though, there's not like uh, it. I can't sit still. Also, mm. that's another thing. There's like a, it's a science to it. There's a, again, you're talking about like experimentation and everything else. Mm-hmm. You don't get a chance to do that that much. And I feel like a lot yeah. of kids. It's almost like whenever you learn how to play the piano, it's like they say when you learn how to play the piano, you can play any other instrument. But then, um, you know, like a lot of these kids, like um, you know, with the Photoshop, it's almost like you learn how to play like a beat machine or like mm-hmm. you know, like a tiny Casio synthesizer. Yep. You really can't yep. do the exact same thing with you know. That in the same way that you do with the piano. Now, Joe, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, no, guys, I'm sorry. Oh, Joe. Just all right, all right. <laughs> Let's finish. But no, <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, so many good things here. I love what um, uh, he had said too about it being kind of a dance. Um, I'm, this, I'm the same way. I might have, and I'm sure they are. Um, like maybe multiple projects going okay. on, and you have to learn to switch yeah. and transition. Not even in, uh, if you're in digital, maybe you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and over. But um, I'll do an oil piece, then I'll do an acrylic, then I'll do a watercolor. And I've found that those other aspects of learning how the brush responds to oil and then learning how a different brush responds to a water medium or, or whatever can really change and enhance things. Um, sorry, I might be a little off topic, but on the question, um, something I would re- relay or relate it to as well was digital. When digital photography came in, they were saying that film was dead. And in some aspects, it's not dead, but in some aspects, you know, some stores stop selling, you know, whatever. And that happens. But what I think is really awesome is there's a whole new generation that has just totally adopted it. Even, even people who don't know what they're doing at all, which might be like me to paint. Um, um, they might be, Oh, that's a film camera. I'll buy that. You know, I get that at my studio cause I got these old film cameras laying around and I'm very interested in photography. Um, now does that mean I don't do the digital photography or think that it's not a form of photography or a legitimate art? No, but there is something to be said about those who literally go into the dark room and physically, uh, do their own film. Yes. That's an art form of course. So, um, and there's something beautiful about the process there's something beautiful about the result because of it. And I think it's the same way with paint in many ways. I mean, all mediums are like that. Uh, music, yeah. there's yep. digital pedals, there's Absolutely. analog pedals, there's digital yeah. recording, analog recording. Even Tarantino's new movie, The Hateful Eight, 
it yeah, came out shot, seventy right? mil. It was shot yep. seventy millimeters. Beautiful. Like yep. Yep. that would technically be a dead form because, well, it's what twenty years, thirty years yep. they've done that. Yeah. And he brought it back out, and it was huge. P- theaters weren't equipped to do it, but the ones that were, people were flocking to it. You know, and now when I am watching it at home on my Blu-ray, and like. It's not, oh, it's not the right. same. Not, no, this is not. Okay. That's the exciting aspect yeah. of it, though. That's what I think is that um, there's a whole. It's like the field just got changed again, and it's reopened again. Yeah, and you know, it's a perfect time, like you said, to experiment with it. So nobody do it. We're going to be the only ones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Anybody in the audience have any questions? Yeah. We're here. Sorry. Um, how many of you actually? Uh, do like whole comic books the all the art within it i've done one i'm sorry no 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 i've only done like one or two two i'm a i'm an art i'm a native artist um i go under dreamwalker and what amazes me is i paint a lot of times a moment if you know what i mean i i paint a moment and what is how do you get into painting a story Paint, you know, painting the whole story. Hmm. If I didn't have a script and somebody specifically saying panel one should be larger than panel two, I would have a lot of trouble. Um, because, like, I'm, I consider myself more of an artist than a writer. Like, I, I can ramble stuff, but it's like little. It's like I basically like. I think I invented Snapchat, or my brain did, because it's five seconds and then I forget it. You know, it's like I keep like popping ideas and I go, "Come on, write this down." And five screen seconds, cap, I forgot. Screen yeah. cap, screen yeah. cap. Like, I have to do something. So, get to you though. Oh, it's horrible. Like that's why it takes me so long. It's like when I can sit down and do a painting, I can do that in an afternoon, and I can kind of get that out of my system and move on. But like with a story, I'm like, all right, I got to draw this character turning to the right again, and it's not that I don't love it. It's just like. I guess like I'm kind of like the way I understood what you said is like a, you're caught in a moment and you want to paint the moment, but when you have to repeat the moment, it's kind of like, okay, how do I do this? And so you got to find new ways or mm. new clever ways to do it, and you know that's why like, yeah, yeah, you change your technique. And so like what I when it, when I first started drawing, all I ever wanted to do was draw comics. Like my dream was Marvel, DC, that kind of deal. And after I started drawing them, I was like. This is awesome, but I really would rather paint or do a one single picture or something mm-hmm. to keep going because I don't have the patience. That's why I don't paint oil. That's why I use a blowtorch. That's why I all this stuff because <laughs> yeah. I don't have the patience to sit through it. So mm-hmm. That's a good question. I, I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do like a <laughs> – I'm just waiting for him to talk, and I'm going to keep talking. Oh, no. uh, and then oh, what I would do. <laughs> I was, I was... I'm, I'm looking for my first variant cover. That's what I'm looking mm. for. So um, I'm excited about possibly doing that. I had a chat with someone today about that possibly. So um, my style is extremely um, out there, I think, in some ways. And I would be interested in seeing if there's a way I could put them together. So that's where I sit on it. And I've wondered the same thing. Because I've started doing, you know, just to play around, hey, I'll do a series of this. And uh, even within the series, I'm getting bored with uh, this this aspect of the painting, and I want to change it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see something and go, man, sure, sure. But, you know, it's really cool. It's Marvel, DC, Image, Vertigo, Valiant. All of them are releasing these things called sketch covers. And you, if you don't know what they are, 
when you're walking out there on the show floor, look for these comic books that have just a title and they're all white. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. what that allows is any one of us in here to draw a comic book cover. Mm-hmm. What it also allows, and I don't know if people think about this, because it, it set in for me is like if you've collected comics forever, everybody goes, oh, this one's going to be the rare one. This is the value. This is the variant cover. But they're still printing hundreds of thousands of them. But you buy that sketch cover from an artist and you had them draw one thing on it. It doesn't matter if I draw you know, Spider-Man 50 times for 50 different people. It's always going to be different. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I like about that. So you can get those sketch covers and yeah. you know, do this your own way. Get some of this stuff out of your system, which is awesome. Remember that summer I did that whole – do you remember that? Like on Facebook like where I did like a whole series of sketch covers and I was like, I swear I'm not going to do anything. Like that, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was crazy. Beautiful. But yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a thing also for me, like where the majority of my paintings, like the my own studio art stuff, was a uh, was narrative work anyway. So because it was mostly narrative, um, whenever it came to actually like capturing a moment in painting, doing a series of paintings, it was never really that big of a thing for me. And I would always try to work like if I had to do a series of things, it's nothing. Whenever you work small and just do like okay, blue outline here, like I would sort of work in like and let them dry out like sequentially, mm-hmm. so that that's kind of how I would do them and keep them juggling. Like and whenever you see me work at uh. I haven't done it at this convention, but normally I do it at others is I'll uh, set up two canvases and I'll go ahead and work mm-hmm. back yeah. and forth, back and forth. So I can go ahead and keep something else going. So I don't really because they're, they're made at a similar time. So I don't have time to hate both of them. I can just sort of <laughs> hate them later on. You know? but yeah, and it's impressive to watch this guy do that. Uh, last year, he did two pieces for me. Uh, an Iron Man and a that. Mars Attacks, yeah. and he did both at the same time. And we hit him up, I think, on Sunday. We agreed to like finally make the trade happen. He's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do them today." And in my head, I'm going, "Yeah, you will, buddy. Right? You're going to get two paintings done in one day." And then, literally four thirty, five o'clock, he's like, "They're done. Here you go." Ba-ding. And I'm like, "They're gorgeous." And like, it's just so it's impressive to watch. So yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I assembled all you guys on this panel because I love you all. We're being Aww. real. Let's we love real. you too. Ah, yeah, Aww. we love you too. Give me some shine. <laughs> you had a question. Yeah, I've got kind of a two-part question. Um, number one, do you think there will ever be any way to, or at least in the near future, to actually bring some of the texture, like what we see there with that wonderful Boba Fett, bring that to digital in a way? And mm-hmm. part two, uh, obviously, you guys probably do a lot of work that winds up going from something like that into a print, does it ever drive you nuts seeing the texture go away when it now gets mass-produced? Ooh, I got this one. So uh, uh, the first part is it's already happening. Yeah. And, like, uh, uh, I'm not, like, trying to pitch anything, but come to my booth and I'll show you what I mean by that. Like, it's 217 Artist Alley Urban Pop, 217-217. Um, no, come to the booth and I'll show you because, like, I've learned – and you can make your own files like that's the great thing about digital it's like you can make your own files by painting stuff so like i've got splatters i've taken two brushes of ink and i've splattered on cardboard or paper and i've scanned it and made a file of it i've got coffee stains on file i've got um thumbprints i've got uh you know smudge marks uh is this your thumbprint right here actually no, now, mine doesn't have the right there. But oh, okay. it looks close. Um, but I make all these files, so you you can do that. Big thumb. It's just you don't. It doesn't have it always preset. You have to kind of think outside the box, and I think that's where like uh, us as being traditional painters have done that. And then what was the second question? I forgot. See, five seconds. Seeing an imprint. See, oh yeah, like seeing an imprint. I, I don't. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because of light. Sometimes when you get to pee yes. shot, yes. you'll get shadows here or there or mm-hmm. you'll yep. get glare. But back on, 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 on top of his moat, they're actually having now, this is some trippy stuff. They actually have where you can 3D paint and it, it's going to print it. Yes. Sculpt it. Yep. Wow. So if you cave, you carve it in here. Let's say mm-hmm. the surface of this thing is like the canvas is like this thick substrate of half inch, so it mimics your stroke or mm-hmm. gouge and will actually put divots in or remove or, or additive stuff. It's mm-hmm. getting some trippy stuff out there. Witchcraft. Yeah. It's Actually, all it's voodoo. <laughs> um, it's some strange stuff, yeah, man. I've, I've got a friend actually right now, not that we want you to leave here, but there's the scan source, uh, uh, like, sci- what's it called? Going on downtown right now. Um, it's basically like a science fair. What is it? Imagine, Imagine Upstate. Right. Um, that's put on, I think, and sponsored by a group, company called ScanSource. I've got a friend there who's been heavily involved in 3D printing for a while. And he approached me a year and a half ago and said, Joe, I think I know something that's going to be really big and I, th- I think you should do this. I'm like, you're an idiot. And I kind of wish maybe we talked more about it. But anyway, um, <laughs> he was like, uh, so I want to actually like Digi- like take it's still photos, but he, he basically scans everything that's there. You know, some of you probably understand how it works, but he wanted to take the textures that I was putting on these and actually try to create some models. We're still in the talks of doing some fun stuff with that, but um, something else that I was I was thinking about was every now and then, and more recently, I've been involved with maybe a performance painting or something like that. Uh, just really selling out commercially, major. You know, I'm just wow. Come on, Joe. No, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> That's how I used to think. And then I was like, no way. This is this is art. Um, recently, I sang the national anthem and painted at a Swamp Rabbits game in a minute and 35 seconds. I was wow. there for that. And it was cool. amazing. It was very hard to do. Um, using, I can't even imagine. Thank you. You're very kind. But I was like. I think I may have peed myself a little bit, but it was awesome. You covered wow. it very well. It's like three wow. things in one night. Whoa. Yeah. Where are the kids? You're like Sorry. a Getty Lee, man. I, it's because I haven't been on for a while, so no, um, I don't get to talk much. So, um, no, no. Um, where was I going with this? Okay, well, okay, oh yeah, so with the texture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the texture on the can. Oh. 3D performance painting. I have an idea that I think has already, you know how you see a little uh, blurb come across Facebook that's like new, it's already here kind of a thing, right? And I thought I thought of this. I was like, I am a genius. And that is painting in 3D space virtually. So in other words, what if I put on some glasses and I don't just paint like 2D like this or 3D this way, but like legitimately start painting in space? Um, I want to experiment with that personally, and I've been waiting for the market to kind of allow for that. Yeah. And uh, but the, you know, there's another example of where texture and things you're doing can uh, they can blend, they they can work together. And I know that he's already talked about how the actual texture can be saved. Um, sorry, that's uh, the president. Um, there we go. Um, but um, I so I, I I feel what you're saying, and the other thing I've noticed about Prince is very simple, and he's right. The way the shot is taken, I've learned this on my own because I just did it myself. I didn't know, you know, if there's a right way or wrong way, but by 
trial and error on how something's shot. And if you stop by my booth, I'm in row 700. Um, we can talk about it, but um, <laughs> just the different angles and how your lighting is and the yeah. shadows that they create will help your prints look very textured. Yep. Um, and it really, really helps the process, so to speak, if you were going to want to make prints of something. Um, and that's for a do-it-yourself kind of mentality. There's, of course, the world of G-Clays that can be talked about where you're embellishing as well on canvases, um, things of that nature, where you're adding texture to something that's already been in print. Um, that's another option, by the way, I thought I'd mention. There's a million kinds of paper you can use, yes. like to make it have a texture, uh, you know, a cloth paper, cotton rag. I use watercolor paper in all my prints. And so you look at it and there's like a nice tooth to it, mm. which is the tooth is like the bumps and the mediums in the paper. Um, so you can use all that too and change it up. have two comments uh number one for john yeah uh, has anybody ever seen the show prison break you look like c note man like i, don't think I know that show but anyways, I watch it. anyways no, it's, awesome. it's coming back i kind of had to take a double look i was like ask my wife. I was like, look it up look it up he looks just it's like either that or the guy from kill was it kill switching yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the other the other kind of comment um that i have is because i i love comics i, I I still go to the comic book store locally and buy them and stuff and actually look for issues and, you know, and, and try to find some unique things in there. But, you know, a lot of it is becoming digital and stuff. But um, when you watch some of the guys like Jim Lee, Jeff Johns, all these big, big artists who've done it, you know, millions and millions of times, they have shortcuts. So, like, when they're, when they're inking something or whatever, they don't have the time, kind of what you guys are talking about, to actually do what you guys do, to spend, like, an hour just figuring out how to – do an eye mm -hmm. they're like Ch -ch -ch. okay that's the eye that's how you draw batman's eye okay well batman's like this and so i think that like and this is just kind of a comment and maybe you guys can talk about it but i think that they'll there'll never be a merging of the comic book art with like the fine art other than you know you guys actually doing it yourself so i i, I don't know I, I, and I and i like that about it too is that like if you guys can do like an art piece that really tells, and he was talking about, you know, capturing a moment. Well, I think that maybe in one painting, you can capture a story with that because of the depth that you actually put into hmm. it. Well, if you look at guys like Dan Burnington, who uh, did a lot of uh, stuff for Image and Vertigo, like it, some of his stuff is gorgeous and it's very stylized. And then even the guys like from the old classic monster stuff. And even to go back, in case you didn't know this, like, in the uh, from like the forties to the sixties, I think in even the seventies well, and eighties, everything advertising was all hand drawn. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, if you go yeah. back and you look at a fifties ad of a like a you know woman cooking or a dude selling a suit or even hair bomb, you know the everything is done down to the lettering, down to the the shadows. Mm -hmm. Everything is done like that. So mm -hmm. you know, even in animation too. And sorry, I don't mean to suck mm -hmm. up all the time, but like the the very first you were mentioning, very first yeah. Superman animation was yeah. like. Yeah, not rotoscoped, but they use real actors Fletcher and stuff. like, uh, Mar yeah, Max Fletcher cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Those were brilliant because they weren't just like digital blocks of like you know circle, square, awesome. boom, and yeah. then just drew a face <laughs> on it. Um, just took the time to do it. I mean, the Walt Disney having to draw like uh, background panels yeah. as big as this table yep. that they would yes. layer under glass. So as they yeah. move the camera slowly to make Bambi or Snow White look like she's walking through a forest was just like, yeah. And that yeah, awkward yeah. sound is mind blowing. Right. Yeah. yeah, don't 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 look at his shirt. Since this is a podcast, we should probably plug it. 
<laughs> did, did anybody else have any comments about that or no okay Hello. If y'all are doing a painting that's going to be distributed for print, do you ever uh, go back and maybe alter it slightly in the computer to make it Absolutely. more like what you would want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Yep. Um, yep. The Photoshop is my best friend. Like I was uh, before I went to. Uh, whenever I first started school, I was an illustrator. I was a graphic design major, so like Photoshop was like my my right hand. So I already knew what I was doing. But like a lot of times, like I mean. I, sometimes I work with less than great light. Sometimes things get washed out. Sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. um, there might be a blue shadow cast all over the, the entire painting. And there's no I, – I always sort of tweak things just to make sure that they are the way that I want for them to be. Uh, most times I'll even uh, print out uh, like a dummy copy just to make sure that there's no disconnect between how I want for it to look uh, on the computer and whenever it actually comes out. So, yeah, I'm always editing stuff in Photoshop once I'm finished with it. Nothing like super fancy, but color altering and things of that nature. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I do the same thing. Even yeah. like with magic stuff, I'll, 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 it might need to be pumped in a certain area or mm -hmm. pushed back in certain areas. And it's much quicker to make those adjustments after seeing it reduced to postage stamp size. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> how how big do you usually work? Well, used to you you paint small because back in those days the scanners were on eight and a half by eleven, but yeah. now they want you to paint. You know, but then they. Wow. But they still shrink it all back down. Yeah. But, but they want uh, but, book cover quality. Yeah. But, this small. but again, you can sell that. But but they but that, that's right. That's yeah. a twofold. But they'll use it for advertising promotion now. They blow them up the size of a building. Mm -hmm. So you paint something super small and it gets blown up, and you're like, man, God, this sucks. So it's but yeah, it's it's easy to go in there and adjust some yeah. things uh, that way. But you know something that's really cool is like, is wow. well that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's we like had, we had two guys run through. Were they the Pokemon, Pokemon backpacks? They, Pokemon well, backpacks. they were Pokemon. There was a battle. They, they had Pokemon. Go right they were, there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to catch them. I'm trying. What's the battle? Right. <laughs> Squirtles. Gotta catch them all. Man. Squirtles. Squirtles. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Cute. But I mean, there's something about digital and the traditional. Is like, like you said, you can have a painting to sell. You know, like uh, uh, there's a lot of these new artists these days drawing comic books. I collect pages, and I've gone up to them and been like, can I buy a page? Oh, well, I don't have any. Well, how do you not? You've got 14 books out right now or 14 issues. What's well, all done digital? Even their prints. Like, well, can I get a sketch? Uh, well, I'd have to take it to the hotel and think about it. Like it's, like, it's like, well, if you've been drawing every day, like constantly, like eight hours a day, then you just can go Batman. You know, but if you're like having to do digital or think about it, like – it takes something out that, like, as a fan, you can't take home mm -hmm. something, which kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah, the soul out of it, you know? Good. Kind of has a lot of these younger guys at a disadvantage also because they don't know the whole process of everything. Yeah, yeah we talked about that from earlier, but yeah. just, like, you know, just the undoing of things. You know, like, if you put, like, a pen and pad in front of somebody, they don't know to draw and erase or they don't know. Like, they, it's all about layers. And, I mean, granted, painting, whenever we do paint, it's all about layers, but it's just mm -hmm. a different thing altogether they just don't understand and it's easy you can see them getting fr my students i see them getting frustrated yeah. a lot of times whenever they try to do things uh without the help of a computer there's a guy who i had a couple semesters ago couldn't draw a lick within an inch of his life but you know <laughs> give him a computer in photoshop and he was able to just knock that mm -hmm. stuff right on out you know but you know i was the difficult teacher because i didn't want him to use technology you know but like if you were unplugged and you didn't have any kind of like you know computer or anything, how would you make art? How would you be able to, you know, do anything? I don't know. It's strange. It is strange. 
I don't know. It's, it's a weird way. It, it is yeah. totally different. <laughs> Old men on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> you kids. <laughs> up We're going to take like one more question. <laughs> okay. How do you guys handle just creative burnout? Oof. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out on that. Right, right, right. Uh, surround myself wow. with the stuff I love. Like, I mean, I have a paint room and I have my toy room. And my toy room is twice the size of my paint room because I am addicted to toys. toys. Um, so, anybody's want to buy anything for anybody's toys is the way to her heart. Toys and um, books. <laughs> yeah, like books. I just bought three books this morning. Like, and, like, in music, and like, there, it's yeah. like. It's like I don't know how many of you guys remember when CDs first came out, but like or cassettes came out. Like when I found a new band, I opened it up and I looked to see who they thanked, and that's how I found bands that yes. I thought they liked because if they thanked them, then that meant they were either went on tour together or there was some kind of kindred you know spirits with them. But so like I still I surround myself with books, music, movies, toys, comics, my friends. I watch Strangers, anything, and so like I can say. Safely say, in nine years of painting and doing this for a profession, like I've not been burnt out. I've been tired, but not burnt out. I'll tell you, for me, uh, as far as burnout goes, I just learned how to conquer that, like maybe like six or seven months ago. Like, because the thing is, like, when you get so caught up in commissions, you don't really have time to work for yourself and make the things that you enjoy. So sometimes, and this is nobody here, of course, but like you just get some of the. It's just stuff that you kind of don't want to do, but I mean, you got to keep the heat and the lights on, man. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta pay bills. So, you know, every now and again, I'll try to take a break and actually make something that I want to make that I'm really proud of. Like I'll go out of the way to try to make that time to do it, so that I can actually say, okay, this is my voice. This is something that I'm doing, and it's not just something that someone else wanted that I'm applying my own special sauce to. You know, like later on. So it's like, you know, I made a squid girl. Here, here's a squid. It's just it's for me. I did it. It's in an hour. I made an old lady face, so like with her granddaughter. I, I make these really cool post-apocalyptic <laughs> grannies sometimes that are really cool. There you go. Because, you know, nobody ever does like you know. Older Fury women. Road, two thousand and four. Exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. make old lady faces. Yes. They, old stress. Lady they do yoga. They're spry. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's like <laughs> slow flow, man. It's crazy. But no, um, thank you, you know, for being a friend, John. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Estelle Getty and all that. Um, but no, you just you, you do things that are fun for you. That's the whole thing. So action figures, you know, comic yeah. books, yeah. music, like all these things. You have to take a break and enjoy life. Like I just, nature. Yeah, nature. You gotta get outside. Being yeah. around people that you actually like, that you actually get a kick out of being around, like that does so much for you. You know what I mean? Because like so often, like you get around people and it's just work, and it feels like it's work. You have to take a break from work. And I understand. I get goosebumps talking. Look at that. I, but Because I, I didn't understand that from before. And it's like a thing mm-hmm. where I got into a real deep funk just mm-hmm. because, yep. you know. Uh, so just taking time to actually enjoy life. Like, you know, they don't tell you that because everybody's like, gimme, 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 gimme. But you have to say stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for your own mental sanity, you're worth it to go ahead and be able to recharge that battery. And that's the key. Coming up, it's hard to say no. Right, right. Because right, you will right. take anything to get no, your work you out sure there will. and be known. You're Absolutely. saying yes to everything. You know. Ten years later, you're still saying this stuff. Twenty years, you're still saying. I'm like, my wife's like, Mark, you don't need that. Say yeah. no. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I say yes yeah. anyway, and I'm spazzing out and mm-hmm. you know, burning out. But it's hard to say no. It is, but I'm it's not supposed to real be this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like don't don't be a, don't be disillusioned. They're, you know, just because you've done work for big companies and. You do this for a living doesn't mean that you don't have twenty bucks in your pocket. Like, yeah, you know, always, that happens more often yeah. than you know. I wish I could say. Yeah. Yeah. 
Same here. Uh, I just, I was just thinking about this because I just, yay, I sold an original piece, yay, and it wasn't anything to do with comics today at all. It was literally a lady in the water that, um, and if I tell you about the day, I literally was like, hey, I want to go do a photo shoot with someone. And there was a girl there who had really long hair, and I thought she would look really cool underwater. Okay, that's very random. But I had an underwater camera, and I said, hey, let's go find – yes, I took her and I threw her in the water. No, no, no. Um, I was like, hey, would you mind modeling today just for like a couple hours or something? And she's like, yeah, that would be fun. So we went to Goodwill, put her in a dress that was like really flowy. And she jumped in the water and just wow. started spinning. I mean, talk about being re-inspired creatively. That's that great. getting away and doing that did wonders for me. I was just like, yes, okay, this is why I do this. This is awesome. And the experience of the process, don't let that get you know tiring. That's the hard part because you got to pump it out or whatever it is. And that that piece for me represented a lot of that. And to see someone else look at it and go, what is going on? I love this. I don't know even why, but this is so inspiring. And that, that gives you a little shot in the arm. But maybe try something like that, you know, is what I would suggest. Get out and do something, like you said, in nature. Like, like just, just mess with it. <laughs> you know, play with it. It's a really good question, too. Yeah. That's, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't think about that yeah. whenever they uh, – because, you know, so many people are on the outside looking in or even people that are inside of it, like, trying to find another – because the grass is always greener somewhere always, else. Always. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, like – Always. Even if you're doing, like, your dream job, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, but I'm not – Ashley Wood. Oh, I wish. Oh, but action figures. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh man, I'm, I'm this guy, Toys. but I'm not this guy. But you know, I, I, uh, I heard an interview with Terry McPherson, and I don't know if you guys know who she is, but she's an amazing painter out of New York. And she said, being a painter is one of the loneliest jobs ever. And it's one of the most codependent jobs because we'll sit and paint something for hours. Mm-hmm. And by ourselves in a room because it's boring to watch people paint. It really is. So you'll watch us paint and you'll be so bored. So we'll paint by ourselves. Yeah. For hours, and then when we're done, we go, "Hey, look at this!" Yeah. And that next few seconds dictate how our day goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we suck. If you go, dude, that's rad. Then we're like, we're yeah. Instagram will mess with you too. God, oh, social media oh, will screw you. Yeah, it's, it's rough, man. Instagram. Yeah, that left eye just isn't right, man. Yeah. You're not doing it right. Or like you know, yeah. you'll yeah. see like people who do like Mickey Mouse, and they'll be like, oh man, two thousand likes. What's the chick? <laughs> frozen. They'll do like the Frozen <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Frozen. This is the Frozen Sit-sit. girl. Do this. Yeah. Fifty thousand. It's like, oh, I worked on this, and this is inspired by my grandmother's <laughs> passing. 25. Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. I'm like, thanks, thanks, thanks guys. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys you guys are great. It's a good question. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so final thing. Do you guys have any plugs, anything coming up? Do you want to let everybody know what your booth number, table number is? That way they can stop by if they have any more That's questions. Man. <laughs> they have any more questions. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, anything coming up? I'm at Booth 105, and I don't know. I live from week to week. I, my wife gets on me. I got things, and I really don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm bad. I'm very bad about remembering things. But a lot of shows coming up, but um, I don't even know what's after this show. Something, I don't know. But 105. Yes, that's the important part. Just come wave at me, and I'll be yeah. there <laughs> staring at something. So. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? Just, uh, just I don't staring. Know. Just staring. Just staring. You know, I'm just staring at stuff. Out, just living life. Just doing me. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I'm in room. I'm in room. Room. I'm in room. Party. Party in his room. On the roof. Four horsemen. We're the four horsemen tonight. We're at the Sheridan. Me, Tully Anderson, somebody, no, Darnest, Tully Blanchard, Dusty, not Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose. He's not the race player. No, what's the four horsemen? Who knows the four horsemen? Okay, Arnie Rick Anderson, Flair. Ole Anderson, Anderson. Ole. Ole. and um, no, uh, Rick Flair, and Tully Blanchard, right? Yeah. I, I so think Ole, something Blanchard. happened. I don't know what's going uh, on. No, we were talking about the hotel room. Because Rick Flair used to give out his hotel room, and then people used to go crazy. Rick Flair just did everything. No, four. Right, that's right. The four. That's right. Yeah. We're WrestleMania, we, we WrestleMania party right. in my house. That's right. WrestleMania. Four nineteen. It's, it's Sunday. Um, it's Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. That's right. Sunday. That's right. Um, you know, it is a week to week thing. Like I, I'm working the concert, and I believe that's pretty much it. Like I don't think I have much. Like I mean, it's 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 pretty much how it goes. Like, but oh well, we need for you to go ahead and do this. Like, are you, are you available in two weeks? Okay, cool. I'm there. But um, mm-hmm. nothing really. Not as, nothing as far as art shows go right now. Uh, just mostly like a lot of public art that's lined up that I really want to talk about, but I can't. And um, oh man, okay. yeah, no, that sucks. My hands are so tied. Um, and just cons. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> same old, same old. Yeah, right. <laughs> so one thing I would just recommend before I go into this is if you're going to be an artist full time, really figure out how to plan and think ahead. <laughs> because like I can tell you shows I'm doing all the way to the end of the year because yep. like that's what you have to do. If that's all you do. But like, uh, it's like tons of cons. Um, Bunch of posters for some bands. Uh, been working on for Paps Blue Ribbon and uh, Protone Pedals. I'm doing some pedal design work for guitar boutique guitar pedals. Oh wow! And really? then um, a new book, Creepy Cabin. Uh, it's, I got a couple of sample copies at my table. You can come grab. Um, and then Booth 217. And of course, you can always go to Urban Pop, which is U R B N P O P dot com, and uh, find me there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, I'm in row 700. Just look for the big thumbprint and some canvases like this. Um, yeah, uh, I've got a, my latest thing, like I was talking about before, would be a couple of live performance type um, shows. If you stop by, I've to solve the problem that he's talking about as an artist, I do have an art manager, and yes. he has helped me so much with the uh, organizing. Yep. <laughs> my life pretty much. Um, but anyway, he's got like a list, you know, of, Hey, you should do this. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And he's, you know, helps me with the calendar items and all that. But anyway, uh, yeah, please stop by. I'd love to see you. And if you got any questions, uh, love the chat. I, I don't mind it at all. None of these guys do. They're awesome. I love it. It's really cool. This is how it should be. So, um, but yeah, I've got a couple of live performance type things coming up. I hope that it goes really well. I've got some connections with NASCAR maybe, and some other ones that are coming up and I'm really excited. I hope they've come through so maybe i can give you a report on that you know within a week or something and say hey come here and and uh let's have fun you come and to charlotte what's that you come to charlotte or concord um well that's what i'm hoping for okay. if, yeah, 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 yeah 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 they yeah. got the Let track out there yeah. but you know all these guys have social media so please yeah. Instagram, yeah. facebook yeah, twitter yeah. find yep. us say hey yeah. anytime mm-hmm. i'm yeah. sure we'd and, all um, love to joe's studio um is in taylor's mill yeah, and they do local, yeah. friday um like open studios which is a lot Ooh. of fun yes. to go to that actually happened area, yesterday so you can't yeah. go you can't go yesterday, <laughs> but it, you can go next first, first Friday. Friday. Yep. First Friday of every month. Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> so you all missed it. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. Thank this you. was fantastic. Thank you. This was Thank one of the best panels I've done. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Down here, man. And go check them out. Ask them any questions. And thanks for coming.